You're listening to LanguageCaster.com's Football Podcast. Welcome football fans from around the world. This is the show for everyone who loves the beautiful game and wants to improve their English. My name is Damon and I'm in a wet and chilly Tokyo. And later in the show, we're going to hear from Damien, who's in Hong Kong, which I believe is a little cool and cloudy at this time of year. On the show today, we have a main report on the African Cup of Nations, brought to you by Damien, and he'll be taking a look at all the groups and giving some language caster predictions. After that, we've got English for football, and we're going to finish with predictions, and we're going to take a look back at some of the weekend games, and of course, one of the games from the African Nations Cup, and that was the uh, curtain raiser between South Africa and Cape Verde. Hi, this is Joanne from Vancouver, BC. I'm a Whitecaps fan, and you're listening to LanguageCasta.com. Okay, well, let's get on with the show. We're going to start with uh, the African Nations Cup and Damien. Now, this weekend sees the start of the 2013 Africa Cup of Nations that's taking place in South Africa. So on this week's main listing report, the LanguageCaster team previews the four groups and even dares to make a prediction. Group A. South Africa are no longer regarded as powerhouses of African football and they'll be missing their biggest name here, Stephen Pienaar. But the fact that they are hosting the tournament means Bafana Bafana should at least make it through the group stages. They face debutants Cape Verde in their opening match and if they win that, then they'll be battling out with Angola and Morocco to qualify. The Moroccan Atlas Lions are extremely inconsistent, but with star midfielder Yunus Belhanda in their team, they have someone who, on his day, is a match winner at any level. Angola will be appearing in their fifth straight finals, but they'll be hoping to do better than last year when Sudan knocked them out. Former Manchester United striker Manucho leads the attacking line for the Palancas Negras, but it will be difficult for them to qualify. The same can be said for the island nation of Cape Verde, who shocked African football by knocking out Cameroon in the qualifying stage. The Blue Sharks have some players playing for European clubs, but it would really be a huge shock if the smallest nation to ever play in the African Cup of Nations managed to get through the group. Group B. Despite not having won the African title in over 30 years, many people still fancy Ghana to do well in this tournament. The Black Stars will be expected to ease through the group, even without some of their big-name players, such as Michael Essien, Andre Ayew and Kevin Prince-Boteng. Perhaps their biggest rivals in the group will be Mali, who finished third in last year's event. The Eagles will have West Ham striker Maiga in their team, as well as the experienced former Barcelona and Sevilla midfielder Sado Keita, and look much stronger than the outsiders in the group, the Democratic Republic of Congo and Niger. Group C. Nigeria amazingly failed to qualify for last year's competition and they'll be aiming to restore some pride in this year's version. Manager Stephen Keshi was in the side the last time the Super Eagles won the African title 19 years ago and their fans will be hoping that Chelsea stars Moses and Mikel can help them qualify from a group that includes holders Zambia who should be too strong for both Burkina Faso and Ethiopia. It would be a huge surprise if the Ethiopian Antelopes, who are returning to the competition 30 years after their last appearance, and the Stallions of Burkina Faso 
made it through, with the latter not having registered a win in their last 17 African Nations Cup appearances. Group D. The favourites for the tournament, Ivory Coast, will face a tough battle to make it out of the group against the North African duo of Algeria and Tunisia. The Ivorian Elephants have been favoured to win the African title in the past four versions, but have yet to taste victory. Led by talisman Didier Drogba, they will hope to finally win some silverware, but will have to overcome the Desert Foxes of Algeria, who are the second-ranked team in Africa, and the Dark Horse team of the tournament, Tunisia. Togo, despite Tottenham striker Adebayor in their lineup, are there to make up the numbers and will have little or no chance. Thanks for that, Damien. Yep, this this uh, competition, uh, the continent's most prestigious competition, is always one for the football fans to enjoy. And next up, we've got English for football. Remember, uh, before we listen to that, come along to our site and you can check out our glossary or follow us on Twitter at, at LanguageCaster for daily uh, updates on football phrases and their meanings. Vous écoutez LanguageCaster.com Today's English for football expression is replay, which usually collocates with the word cup, as in the phrase FA Cup replay and means an extra game played to decide a drawn match in a knockout competition. Many countries no longer use the replay system, preferring to finish the cup match on one day by using extra time or penalties. But in England and Scotland, the replay is still used, although limited to one game. Now, This week saw many FA Cup third-round replays take place in England, with Manchester United defeating West Ham and Arsenal beating Swansea, to qualify for the fourth round, where they hope they won't be taken to a replay by Fulham and Brighton, respectively. Replay. OK, now I'll look back at some of the games that we tried to predict uh, last week. And we're going to start with some Premier League games. First of all, Tottenham against Manchester United. This ended a 1-1 draw, and that's exactly what Damien thought it would be. I uh, thought it would be a more exciting game in terms of goals. I thought 3-2. And our guest Tracy thought it would be a 1-1 draw. And our guest Tracy thought it would be a 1-0 win for Tottenham. However, Damien gets that perfect score. And he can thank a last gasp equaliser in the 92nd minute uh, by Dempsey for that. Now, another, another big game in Premier League was uh, the London derby, Chelsea against Arsenal. And this really was a game of two halves. I predicted a 2-1 win for Chelsea. Damien went for a 1-1 draw. And Tracy, our guest predictor last week, uh, went for a 1-0 Chelsea win. Uh, I got a perfect score there. It was indeed 2-1, but it, it was an amazing game. The first half totally dominated by Chelsea and the second half Arsenal coming back strongly. However, they couldn't quite get the equaliser. So 2-1 win for Chelsea. And then the curtain raiser uh, for the African Nations Cup, South Africa against, against Cape Verde, was a little bit of a disappointment. Uh, Damien and myself thought South Africa as hosts would win. Uh, Tracy went for a 1-1 draw and it was a draw, but a little bit more boring. It was a 0-0 draw. Then in La Liga, uh, we took a look at the game Valencia against Real Madrid. Um, Damien and myself thought Real Madrid would win. Tracy, our guest, went for a Valencia home win. That would have been a, would have been a surprise. 
Uh, Real Madrid did indeed win. It was a one-sided affair. Di Maria and Cristiano Ronaldo bagging a brace each. And it was, a finally, it was finally a 5-0 comfortable victory for Real Madrid. In Syria, at Roma against Inter, Damien got this perfectly. He thought it would be a 1-1 draw and it was indeed a 1-1 draw. It was a bit of a stalemate after the first two, uh, two goals in the first half. The second half kind of petered out. And that brings us to our last game, and this is Ligue 1, Bordeaux against Paris Saint-Germain, and I got this one correct. I thought it would be a 1-0 win for Paris Saint-Germain, and it was. It was an Ibrahimovic uh, goal at the end of the first half that got all three points for Paris Saint-Germain. So overall this week, what happened? Well, I got seven points, Damien got seven points, and our guest Tracy, congratulations, you got three points. Those are our predictions from last week. Thanks for listening, everybody, and tune in next week when we've got some big games to look forward to, another main report, and, of course, lots of English for football. Ta-ra!